Hilton Hotima audiobook, The Myth of Nutrition, read by Brett Cohen. The Myth of Nutrition. In an ancient prophecy of the Magi, it is foretold that, quote, man shall be blessed in the regeneration. Matthew 19:28. No longer needing food. Unquote. The modern scientific theory of body nourishment is a myth. The favorite, the favorite abstraction of science that the body cell is quote a drop of gelatin surrounded by, as semi-permeable, membrane, unquote, is an illusion. Quote, Our ignorance of the body's construction and function is profound, unquote, wrote Dr. Carroll, Man the Unknown, page 4. The modern world has no science of man. What passes as such is gross speculation. The billions of cells forming the body are tiny suns and stars, composed of the same cosmic substance and governed by the same cosmic law. A droplet of water forms a tiny microcosm containing, in a state of extreme dilution, a great variety of cosmic chemical elements. The body cell is practically a duplicate of a droplet of water, but raised to the high plane of divine animation. Science shows that the cell is constituted of molecules, composed of atoms which are composed of electrons, and electrons are said to be whirling centers of force, endowed with eternalism. If that be true, as electrons eat no food, why should man? The primary cell, not food, begins the building of the form of man. His body and organs are not built of food, but of cells produced by the division and subdivision of the trillions of cells that all come from that one primary cell. By the division of the pre-existing cells into two existing parts, the cells increase in number, and every part possesses similar properties. Each cell has a definite life history. It develops, performs its allotted work, allotted work, and ceases to exist, one, either by dividing to form two new cells, or two, by disintegrating and leaving the body as waste, being eliminated as gases and fluids. The cell waste never leaves the body through the bowels as feces. The process of cell division is rapid in growing children to supply the cells necessary to enable the, organ the organism to develop. Growth stops at maturity because the process of cell division decreases. Then comes the time when the effects of bad environment and bad habits sooner or later begin to appear, 
and decay sets in with somatic dissolution as the end of the body. Physical science says that it is says that is the end of man. He is only a material form, and when the form ceases its function, his end has come. If the cells depend on food and drink, as physical science claims, man should continue to grow and live as long as he had sufficient food and drink. The vitality of the organism depends not on food and drink. For experience teaches for experience teaches athletes to go into action with empty stomachs. And I'll read that again. Experience teaches athletes to go into action with empty stomachs. That fact opened the eyes of Dr. Dewey and prompted him to write, quote, From the morning of medical history, the question of how vital energy is supported in times of sickness has never been considered, for there has never been any doubt in the medical mind as to that support coming from food. Page 40. Physiologists find in tests on animals that feasting is more dangerous than fasting. They found that life lengthens when animals are subjected to certain certain periods of fasting. By the process of fasting and a frugal diet, they kept alive for three years worms that die in three or four weeks when well fed. Professor Huxley, son of the elder Huxley, fed a family of earthworms as they usually eat, except one which he isolated and fed the same way. Isolated and fed the same way, but occasionally fasted it. That worm, alternately fed and fasted, was alive and vigorous after 19 generations of its relatives had been born, lived their regular time, and died. He sought to explain the secret by saying that heavy eating clogs the life channels and so hastens death. Applying Huxley's rule to man with similar results, instead of his dying at 100 and his friends thinking he had lived long, he would live almost 2,000 years. But, quote, medical science, unquote, regards as fabulous the the biblical account that Methuselah lived 969 years. In his book, Man, the Unknown, Carol wrote, quote, In primitive life, men, in primitive life, when men were healthy and lived long, they were subjected to long periods of fasting. When want did not compel them to fast, they voluntarily deprived themselves of food. All religions have insisted on the necessity of fasting. Fasting purifies and profoundly modifies and improves our tissues. Page 229. Life lengthens if animals are subject to fasting during certain fixed periods. 
man's longevity could probably be increased by analogous or other procedures. Page 180. Life shortens because the body cells are not completely freed of waste products by the bloodstream. If the volume of the body fluids were much greater and the elimination of waste products more complete, human life would last longer. Page 180. The answer to these apparent defects is to eat less and drink more. Frequent feeding fills the body with dangerous waste products. Frugal feeding reduces them, and drinking freely helps the body to eliminate them. The fluid one drinks should be pure rainwater and fruit juices. We can train ourselves to do with less food. Adaptation of animals to hunger is easily noticeable. The cattle on the Arizona desert live healthy desert live healthy and long on far less food than those in lush pastures. And vice versa, we can move easily, train ourselves, that should say, we can easily train ourselves to require more food than the body can use. By frequent eating and eating to excess, we develop habit hunger, a bad condition that clogs the body with waste and hastens death. In his quote, Believe It or Not, Ripley said that Gilman Lowe, weightlifter and health director, after fasting for three weeks, mounted a scale adjusted to 1,000 pounds net. The scale was equipped with a steel platform against which Lowe braced his back. He braced and lifted 1,006 times in succession until each time the scale registered half a ton, a total of 1,006,000 pounds in 34 minutes and 34 minutes and 35 seconds. New York, 1903. Lowe was the holder of 35, 35 world's records for endurance lifting. The press of April 3rd, 1934 conta- contained a picture of August Gearing, age 60, who had just finished a 44-day fast. He said, It's grand feeling and a wonderf- wonderful aid to health too fast. I feel better every time I fast. My motto is, take an occasional fast, eat to live, and live long. We add years to our lifespan with every fast. John W. Armstrong of London reported to us in 1933 the case of a patient who began to fast under his supervision October 31st, 1932, and fasted 100 days and 6 hours, taking nothing but water. Doctors could do nothing for the victim, and fasting was suggested by a naturist as a lost hope. The man was not was not only re, the man not only regained health, 
but his face appeared, quote, 20 years younger, unquote, wrote Armstrong when his body was built up after the fast. Dr. Carlson and Kunde, University of Chicago, found that a fast of 15 days restored the tissues of a man of 40 to physiological condition of those of a youth of 17. This fact seemed to explain the biblical statement, quote, His flesh shall be fresh as a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. Job 33:25. And thy youth shall be renewed like eagles. P.S. I think that means Psalms 103.5. The press of 1931 reported that Mrs. Albert G. Walker, a noted singer of South Africa, fasted 101 days, taking nothing but water. She weighed 232 pounds when the fast began and 169 pounds when it ended. She went, she went to parties, carried on her public singing, and was in good health at the end of her fast, the report said. In the, quote, believe it or not, in the press of January 16, 1934, Ripley stated that Jekyll Leib of Grodno, Poland, fasted six days a week for 30 years. Each Saturday, he ate bread and water. His health was good. This is proof that dietetic experts don't know their subject. It shows they're all wrong in their theory that man must eat for protein, must eat this for protein, that for mineral salts, something else for vitamins, and so on. In a word, they know nothing about diet. In his quote, believe it or not, unquote, in the press of January, January 25th, 1935, Ripley stated that for 10 years, Giovanni Succi traveled through Europe giving exhibitions of fasting. His exhibitions, rigidly controlled, extended for periods of 30 to 40 days. During that time, he was in the public eye day and night. Included, included were 80 periods of 30 days of fasting and 20 periods of 40 days of fasting, a total of 3,200 days without eating, or 8 years and 280 days without eating in 10 years. The press of November 30th, 1934, reported the case of a Jain priest, Muni Sri Misrilaiji of Bombay, who fasted for 259 days, taking nothing but water. This East Indian priest ended his fast in the presence of 500 co-religionists. The press of October 2nd, 1948, 
reported the case of a British girl of 12 years who fasted for 18 months, taking nothing but water. The press of February 6, 1937, quoted Mrs. Martha Nash, age 44, of St. Paul, Minnesota, as asserting that for seven years she had eaten nothing and affirmed her willingness to submit to surveillance to prove her claim. The press of May 31, 1948, reported the case of a Chinese girl who had eaten nothing for nine years. The case was reported by Dr. T.Y. Gan of Chungking Municipal Hospital, who heard of the girl and went to see her. She said her name was Yang Mei, that she was 20 years old, weighed about 85 pounds, and led a perfectly normal life, except for not eating and drinking very little water. She showed no signs of starvation and appeared to appeared no different from other girls. Gan said, I found it difficult to believe quote, I found it difficult to believe her story, unquote. The girl had no desire for food and never asked for any. When questioned as to why she did not drink more, she said that it made her feel uncomfortable. The Press of London of October 16, 1949, stated that Teresa Newman, a German peasant mystic, had eaten no solid food for 14 years. It was also claimed that not a drop of, of liquid has passed her lips for 10 years. And she had been without sleep all the time. In an article entitled, 40 Years Without Food, N.P. Ghost wrote, quote, Garibala Dasi, sister of Babu Lamboshar Day, a practicing pleader of Purulia, has been living for the last 40 years without taking any food, not even, not even water, and has been doing her regular household duties with no apparent injury to her health. Many respectable persons can testify to the truth of this statement. India's Message, January 1932. Uh, and there was an unquote after the word statement. According to the press of May 27, 1937, Sirmati Bala of Bankura, India, aged 68, had touched no food nor, nor water since she was 12 years old. In 1949, we received a report from a lady in England who said she had discovered how to grow young. Her secret is to dispense with all food. She has lived for years on liquids and takes nothing for two months at a time and climbing mountain for exercise. While climbing mountains for exercise. It is her opinion that the whole food problem is an illusion. She believes that she gets direct from the air and sunshine all the minerals her body needs. 
One case is enough to prove what is possible in a million other cases. Biologists are being convinced that eating is an acquired habit and a pleasurable indulgence rather than a physiological necessity. It is said that in India certain sects of yogis live without eating and that in the Himalayas there are many who consume no physical food. Quote, an organ, the structures of the body, builds itself by techniques very foreign to the human mind. It is not made of extraneous material like a house, unquote. Carol in Man the Unknown, page 107. According to modern science, the body and its organs are built and maintained by what man eats and drinks. Carroll opposes that theory. He says that the body and its organs are not made of, quote, extraneous material, unquote. Carroll continues, quote, it, the organ, is composed of cells, as a house is composed of bricks. But the organ is born from a cell, as if the house originated from one brick, a magic brick that would set about manufacturing more bricks, page one, unquote, page 108. Carroll shows that all organs and structures of the body come from the parent cell. The subsequent cells come from the division of the parent cell and the subdivision of the resultant cells. The parent cell and the cells that come from the parent cell are, quote, not made of extraneous material like a house, unquote, says Carroll. He means that the cells are not composed of what man eats and drinks. We saw that the body begins at the point where two tiny cells fuse, which forms what we term the parent cell the positive and negative poles. And at this, at, at this point, the four seed atoms, atoms appear, as if by magic, in the silver cord, as described in part two of Pre-Existence of Man. The parent cell is not the product of food, nor is it sustained by food. What food does not and cannot produce, it cannot and does not sustain. The growth of the body does not result from food consumption, but from the division and subdivision of the parent cell. The cells are composed of molecules, which are composed of atoms, which are composed of electrons whirling at terrific speed. It is difficult to realize that the electrons and the atoms which constitute the cells of the body whirl at such high speed that it requires nine feet of solid lead to slow down one electron to where photo a photograph a photograph of it can be taken. The force of the electron is the force of the atom, which is the force of the cells which is the force of the body. There are approximately 42 trillions of cells 
in the average human body, each composed of electrons whirling at lightning speed. These and other discoveries constrained Carroll to throw up his hands in despair and confess. Quote, the science of man is still too rudimentary to be useful. The illusions of the mechanists of the, 20, of the 19th century and the childish physico-chemical conceptions of the human being have to be definitely abandoned, unquote. Man the Unknown, page 108 and 179. That unqualified declaration of this great doctor upsets every theory contained in medical textbook textbook every dogma of medical art every precept of medical practice and every assumption as to the cause and care of human ailments it shatters the claims concerning energy food and feeding advanced by quote dietetic experts unquote it indicates that almost nothing is known about the nutrition nutritive nutritive demands of the organism and how to supply them practically everything taught in modern times as to these and related subjects is erroneous and even dangerous and should be quote definitely abandoned unquote according to the impartial findings of Carroll, who spent his life attempting to solve the mystery of man, and who showed that living cells are immortal by keeping the fragments of a chicken's heart alive for 27 years it was after it was removed from the body. The body appears as a material form, but that material does not enter the body as food and water. That material is condensed substance, as water and ice are condensed invisible substance. Man's body is not built of material substance, such as food and water, nor by a mechanical or physical chemical, physico-chemical process as claimed by physical science. The body is composed and cons constituted of invisible substance, produced and maintained by a cosmic process of condensation, materialization, and transformation. The body is the product of electrons, atoms, and molecules, which build the cells which build the body. These building blocks, as Millikan calls them, are not produced nor sustained by food. The vital processes of the body cannot be traced to their ultimate or origin, except in the mind. Attempts to do so lead to a point of irresistible opposition to further analysis. Occult science takes up the metaphysical thread at this point and traces its course into the indivisible realm 
guided by the mind and the philosophy of the master, that, quote, the invisible things from the creation of the world are clearly seen in the mind. Being understood by the things made visible, unquote, Romans 1.20. The formation of cells within the body is constantly occurring from birth to death. There is no evidence to show that what one eats and drinks enters into the cell formation. That is what Carroll asserts. He says that the cells are not made of, quote, extraneous materials, unquote. The physiologist shows that there passes from the body through the bowels, kidneys, lungs, and skin the exact amount of liquids and solids that man consumes in eating and drinking. Stone and metal in gaseous and invisible form float in the air. So do wood and coal. Also flesh and bone. Yes, everything known to man. No chemist can find in the ground in which grows a giant tree the ash, minerals, carbon, wood, and chlorophyll contained in the tree, in the tree and its leaves. Neither does the tree consume the soil in which it stands. If so, then, as evidence of such consumption, a depression should surround every tree. As sunshine, air, soil, and water do nothing more than stimulate the inherent functions innate in the cells of the tree, so what man consumes does nothing more than help to stimulate the cells of his body into their requisite functions. Cell and body nutrition is a myth. What man consumes does not supply cell nutrition by assimilation as taught by science. The ingested substances produce activity in cell function by stimulation. Two types of stimulation seem essential for the function of living cells. One, vital, and two, chemical. The nerves of the body supply the vital, and food and liquid supply the chemical. The free flow of nerve force to all parts of the body is the first requisite to normal function, as proven by the science of chiropractic. This is had by fasting and explains why fasting is so effective in building health in sick bodies. With normal nerve stimulation, the body can exist for four exist for weeks without food consumption. Nor are any certain kinds of food necessary, except that unheated and uncooked substances supply a more natural quality of chemical stimulation than heated and cooked substances. The elements of the food contact and stimulate the body cells into action and pass out of the body through the eliminative channels as flowing water turns the wheel of a mill on the bank of the stream and thus activates the machinery in the mill that does the grinding. 
a profound mystery the work of the mill would be to him who knew not the secret of the water wheel. As long as normal nerve force reaches the various organs, the cells of the organs respond properly to the particular food stimuli that activate them. If, for any reason, the nerve force is weak, that weakens the cells, and they lose their power to react properly to food stimulants. The result is illness which doctors treat. If patients recover under the doctor's care, it is in spite of his treatment and not because of it. Biochemists show that a plant possesses a laboratory that transforms invisible substance of the air into cell material. The cells of the leaf split the water molecules of the air into oxygen and hydrogen, rejecting the oxygen atoms and appropriating the hydrogen atoms for replacement cells.